Hello there and welcome along to Egyptian Dream, our podcast taking you through the Africa Cup of Nations 2019, brought to you by the team here at Planet Sport Football Africa. I'm Adrian Barnard and over the next three weeks here on Egyptian Dream we'll be bringing you all the news and stories from AFCON 2019 with analysis from Solomon Ashoms in Johannesburg and Ida Waringa in Nairobi and on the ground reporting from our team in Egypt that's Liam Flint, Tom Ellis and Planet Sport Football Africa presenter Steve Vickers. And we won't just be sharing our thoughts, though. We want you to get involved, too, and have your say as the tournament unfolds. Now, every day you'll be able to send us your own comments on AFCON 2019. And, of course, you can also get in touch to ask us anything you want about this year's competition. Or if you'd like to ask a question of any of our team on the grounds at the event. Now, the way to contact us is via WhatsApp. The number there is plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. And we'll have that number for you again at the end of the podcast. Well, not long to wait now as AFCON finally gets underway on Friday night as the hosts Egypt entertain Zimbabwe in the opening fixture in Group A in Cairo. Well, we're joined now by Solomon Izang Shams, a journalist based in Johannesburg. Uh, so then, Solomon, AFCON has finally arrived. What is it you enjoy most about the competition? Well, Adrian, I enjoy two things when it comes to the AFCON tournament. Uh, the first thing I enjoy most is just the colour, just the people that uh, turn up and bring colour, the music, the fans cheering, the fans in their different national colours, and just the atmosphere in itself. And also there's the colour on the football pitch, which is just the skill, the goals, and uh, the play, showcasing different skill. I think for me, those are some of the things that I enjoy most when it comes to, you know, the Afghan, and I've been enjoying it, you know, since the 80s, late 80s, when I became very much aware of it and started following football. So we definitely look forward to that. And uh, we've got a new format this year, of course, with 24 teams taking part instead of the 16 that we've had in recent editions. Uh, We start with six groups of four, with the top two in each group, plus the four best third-place teams progressing to the round of 16. Uh, So, Solomon, uh, let's start with Group A, which sees uh, hosts Egypt alongside Zimbabwe, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and Uganda. Your thoughts on that group then, Solomon? Well, very, very interesting group, Group A. Egypt being the host, they've been carried along by uh, Mohamed Salah, the Liverpool forward. But at the same time, they almost like become like a one-man team. So they really have to be uh, careful because whenever Salah doesn't show up, then it might just affect the result that Egypt uh, is going to get out of their game. But then there's Zimbabwe, very middle of the park sort of team, strong midfield. They got great attackers in Knowledge Musona and Kamabiliat who can really strike and attack any team. So we look forward to these two playing it and opening the, the tournament for us. And then there's the DRC. The DRC traditionally lately been doing well. The clubs from the DRC like AC Vita and also the club from Lamumbashi that is Tipi Mazembe, been playing well. Great players coming through. 
I just hope that this would be their year with Bolasi playing also. I hope that this would be their year. They've been underachievers for me, Adrian, and I hope this would be the year. And then there's Uganda. Uganda, for me, is one of the teams that may shock a lot of people. They were away for quite a long time until the last edition of uh, AFCON. They managed to qualify and they played well. They have a great goalkeeper in Denis Onyango who plays for Sundowns. Last year, he was the African goalkeeper of the year. And remember also during the qualifiers for the Russia 2018 World Cup, they had defeated Egypt. So they got a good result. And a team that is very compact and, you know, very, very strong in defense. And we're going to see quite a lot of them. Sure. So Uganda, the team to watch there. And uh, moving on in Group B, we have Nigeria, Burundi, Guinea and Madagascar. Fair to say, Solomon, that uh, Madagascar are the minnows in that group. Group B uh, with Nigeria, Burundi, Guinea and Madagascar. Madagascar, fair to say, yeah, they're minnows. They're qualifying for the very first time. I mean, we're talking about a, a country that doesn't really have a professional football league. The league there is semi-professional. You know, most of the players have their day job and then they play. But for them to be able to come out of their group and to be able to qualify and be here at AFCON, I think a lot of their football fans back at home would be excited and be, will be looking forward to it. But for Madagascar against Guinea, who has been there before, and also Nigeria, who has been there before, champion three times, it's gonna, really going to be difficult for Madagascar. But they also have another debutant in the group, which is Burundi qualifying for the first time in its history so there's a two of them there so i think for madagascar it would be fair enough if they could get some sort of point maybe a draw or a win in any of their games that would be good enough for them to get the experience and look forward to the next edition and so on to group c and uh, solomon this really is a fascinating group isn't it we have uh, senegal who are many people's favorites and uh, they're also the top ranked team in africa in the fifa rankings they're alongside North African powerhouse Algeria, with East Africa represented by Tanzania and Kenya. Yeah, Group C, a fascinating group indeed. Uh, Senegal, a lot of people are expecting them to go in and, and, and win the tournament. They're one of the favourites, actually, with Sadio Mane leading out there. They've been underachievers. they played in the finals before, but they've not been able to achieve. But I guess from the experience from the last edition and also playing at the World Cup in Russia, that would give them quite a lot of experience and, and the players will show up and they're top-ranked team. But when you have an Algerian team, who sometimes is very unpredictable, you never know which Algerian team is going to show up. Is it the, the one that we, we would want to see show up and play good football or is it the one that they play and then they don't show up in very crucial games? So Senegal has to contend with that, the Taranga Lions against the Foxes of Algeria. And then we have Tanzania qualifying for the first time in over 30 years. They've been coached by an Nigerian, actually, a former Barcelona and Zamalek of Egypt player and former Nigerian international who had played in the World Cup himself and had coached the under-17 Nigerian team to the World Cup and they won in Emmanuel Amanike. So he's been able to qualify Tanzania for the AFCON tournament for the first time in a very long time. And people are excited. The fans back home are excited. Uh, but they have another East African rival, Kenya, two traditional rivals. And uh, I think the game between the two of them would really decide who is the powerhouse of East African football. And between the two of them, if any of them do go through out of this group, then definitely that will be a statement as being the powerhouse of East African football. Yes, and it'll be fascinating to see which of those two teams comes out on top.
Okay then Solomon, let's move on now to Group D. Morocco, Cote d'Ivoire, South Africa and Namibia. What do you think will be the deciding matches in this group? Group D, Morocco, Cote d'Ivoire, South Africa, Namibia. Morocco now really wanting to win. They have a coach who has won the AFCON tournament with Zambia and also with Cote d'Ivoire in the person of Javi Rena. And he has Cote d'Ivoire there, the team that he used to coach in the same group. But Morocco, for me, has not been showing up, you know, in their last two friendly games, playing at home before the commencement of uh, AFCON. They lost both games, so they've not been able to show up. But just maybe the tournament would really wake them up. But Cote d'Ivoire is there. They've been able to transit from the era of Didier Drogba, Yaya Toure, Kolo Toure. Uh, Wilfred Bonny is still there in that team. So the transition has been great because they have quite a lot of uh, younger players that have been doing very well. So it's definitely something uh, to look forward to. But I guess the deciding match in this group would be between South Africa and Cote d'Ivoire. I think that would decide the fate of Morocco if Morocco is going to be good enough. Namibia is definitely there, but Namibia is another country with a semi-professional league. Most of its players play in South Africa, but uh, they would also be making sure they take their chances. Well, as we come now to Group E, we have to say well done to Mauritania for qualifying for the finals, but uh, surely, Solomon, it'll be a bridge too far to expect them to get out of this group where they're also alongside Tunisia, Mali and Angola. Group E is interesting, you know, having Mauritania qualifying for the first time. It's always good to have uh, countries that are coming in for the first time and just being there in itself, Mauritania, is enough, you know. They just have to go there and compete, gather experiences and build up and that's what they have to do against a strong team of Tunisia, a Malian strong team and an Angolan team that is on the rise that has resurrected recently. So that group is definitely going to be difficult, if not totally unable for Mauritania to come out of that group. But there's Tunisia, Mali, Angola. I think the group is going to be exciting. Angola has been on the rise, so they're definitely going to give Tunisia and Mali a run for their money. Okay then, uh, we'll be watching out for Angola in Group E. And finally then we come to Group F. And the big question there is, can the reigning champions Cameroon retain their title this year? Now Solomon, they shouldn't have too many problems getting out of this group, which also sees them alongside Ghana, Benin and Guinea-Bissau, should they? Yeah, Group F. (laughs) You know, the reigning champions Cameroon. A lot of people saying Cameroon may retain their title, and that is from uh, Cameroonians themselves. Recently, Roger Mila, the great Cameroonian player, said that Cameroon should be able to retain their title. But they had had so many problems. You know, they changed their coach. They had uh, problems within the team. So a lot of the players decide not to uh, represent Cameroon after that title they won. And now they have to contend with the Black Stars of Ghana and Benin and also Guinea-Bissau. You know, I don't think they're in the right frame of mind. I think they're just rebuilding a little bit. And I don't see them really retaining you know, the title. It's going to be really be difficult for them. But they have a great coach in Clarence Seedorf, the former Dutch international and AC Milan player. So he would bring something totally different in it. But to go all the way and retain their title, I really don't see Cameroon going all the way because the team is still a bit dislocated. Mm-hmm. Okay, then Solomon, we'll see. Now, I think one of the things we all love about big competitions is the shocks that they throw up along the way. Now, which of the teams that we've mentioned do you expect to surprise us in this year's AFCON, Solomon? Perhaps a team that will punch well above its weight? 
Well, I think one of the things that I, I love about big tournaments definitely is the Sharks. And one of the teams that I feel is going to shock a lot of people at this tournament is Uganda. You know, a lot of people have underestimated Uganda, but Uganda have been able to progressively keep building. And they've been able to get players who play as a team. I think their strength is playing together as a team. So they might just get some results that are really good and also be able to go through that group. And you never know when they go out of that group, you never know what, what may just happen. But Uganda, definitely my money is on Uganda. And also, I think I want to put my money on South Africa. Why South Africa? Because South Africa hasn't played in the last two editions of AFCON. And now they're back. And on their way to qualifying, they defeated Nigeria in Nigeria, away from home, which I felt like, wow, you know, this is a South African team that, you know, is definitely on the rise. Not much will be expected of them by football fans from South Africa, but they might just surprise a few people. Okay, so the Cranes and Bafana Bafana to spring a few shocks this year. We'll see. And finally, as we mentioned on Friday night, we finally get underway with Egypt against Zimbabwe in Cairo. Solomon, surely no problems for the hosts in that opening game? Yes, uh, Egypt against Zimbabwe. The Pharaohs of Egypt playing at home, definitely they're going to soak in the pressure and also enjoy the atmosphere and the support that they will get from their football fans. And I feel the occasion would be a bit too much for Zimbabwe and also not having the experience playing in front of such hostile crowd for some of the Zimbabwean players. But it will be a good game, a game for Egypt to definitely show what they're able to do, Mohamed Salah and the team. Definitely, I don't think it would be a, a hard one for Egypt, but it should be a great game of football. Yeah, sure. Well, thanks for that then, Solomon. So what do you think? Do you agree with Solomon or do you see the various groups panning out differently? And let us know your thoughts after Friday's opening game there between Zimbabwe and the hosts Egypt. Did the game pan out as you expected and who were the players who impressed you? Well, send us your thoughts on WhatsApp. The number there is plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. And uh, we also welcome your voice notes on WhatsApp. So if you'd like to be part of our Egyptian Dream podcast, then get in touch. Now, we'll be back again on Monday when we'll be reflecting on Saturday's three games between the DRC and Uganda in Group A and Nigeria against Burundi and Guinea versus Madagascar in Group B. And uh, we'll also be joined by Kenyan journalist Ida Waringa in Nairobi, who will be sharing her thoughts on the Sunday fixtures between Morocco and Namibia in Group D and the Group C clashes between Senegal and Tanzania and Algeria against Kenya. And we'll be including your contributions too from WhatsApp. So I hope you'll join me again then for more from AFCON 2019. I'm Adrian Barnard and Egyptian Dream is a Planet Sport Football Africa production from Passion for Sport.